Shalom to all. Today's Avos Yerushalmi Shumas of Chavav, and we are starting Chav Helmut Beis on the bottom with a brand new parak. And in the village source of it's on Yud Dalim Beis right at the beginning. And today's Daf is sponsored by Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basu Biyakav Maisha, Hurtnish Shama should have an Aliyah. And then she says a term Kishos Venim Tamara. A person took Truma off of Kishos, which of Chaim says that people often mistranslate as cucumbers, and so we're just going to say that it's Kishos. And after he took the Truma off, it turned out that they were bitter and unedible. Or Avatiyah, he took off melon. This is often translated as watermelon. Your name is and it turned out that it was spoiled. So truma is valid truma. However, yachsaviyitraim he has to take truma off again. The mission continues. Chavav amar alf on top. Hatarim chavish shal yain. A person took truma off of a barrel of wine. Vinim shal chaimetz, and it turned out afterwards that it was vinegar. So imi yadu ashayz shal chaimetz adjaloi tarma. If he knew that it was vinegar before he took off truma, ain't no truma, so it's not valid truma. And the opposite is true as well. Vinim shal tarma chmitza. If he knows for sure that only after he took truma off it became vinegar, harizu truma, so it is valid truma. However, vim safek. If it's a safek, he's not so sure when it became chaimetz truma. It's truma safek if yachsaviyitraim, but he has to take truma off. Again. And since both these trumas are suffix, the first one does not create medoma by itself, and he's not chaymesh for it, and the second one as well. We've explained this previously that medoma is when we have truma that falls into chulin, and there isn't a hundred chulin to be mavatal the truma, so the whole mixture is called medoma. And what the Mishnah just told us is that since both of these trumas over here are suffix, we don't know which one is the real truma, so therefore neither of them are going to create medoma by themselves. And if a non kain eats it, he's not chayv to pay the added chaymesh that he usually would be chayv if he ate vaday truma. And the Mishnah he was explaining, if one of these trumas falls into chulin in Medamason, it doesn't turn into Meduma. Let's say the other truma falls into a different place in Medamason, it doesn't turn into Meduma. However, if both of them fell into the same place, then it does turn this mixture Meduma only according to the smaller one of the trumas, meaning the second truma that he took off, which is going to be smaller than the first one. So if there isn't enough chulin to mevatel that second truma, then it's going to be Meduma. And we quote the Mishnah term Kishas Vachulu, and so nothing more explains. It makes sense to say that he took truma off of a melon, and afterwards it turned out it was suruach because it's possible it didn't grow like that, and it only became spoiled afterwards. But the Mishnah also said that he took off truma from kishos, and afterwards it turned out it was bitter. Well, how can you say that afterwards it turned out it was bitter? Wasn't it bitter originally? Kishos doesn't grow regular and then become bitter later. If it turns out later that it was bitter, that means it grew bitter and it never was sweet. So how can we say that it's suffix truma because maybe it was once upon a time edible? If he tasted it now and it's bitter, so it was always bitter. And that means that Shuma shouldn't be valid, even me suffix. So Ravichan answers that what's the suffix over here? Asu Aisan Kisafik Aichel. It's treated as suffix Aichel, meaning you're right. If Kishos is bitter, that means it grew that way. And the suffix over here is whether or not a bitter Kishos is considered Aichel. It's now based off of that. Ravina Bai, Ravina asked the following question In regards to all other things, do we treat it like suffix Aichel? Meaning, is this a suffix Dairaisa? And that would have relevance to other situations pertaining to food, as we're going to see in a minute. Or maybe Midai Raisa is considered Eichel, and this is just a Suffolk Dirabanon, and that's why he has to take Truma off again. And what relevance would this have if it's a Suffolk Dirabanon? Well, Metami Thomas Eichlin, that means it would maybe become Tommy Thomas Eichlin, Vesarfanai Sabatoma, and we would burn something else, Betoma. Namely, if we're going to say that Midiraisa, this actually is considered Eichel, that means if it becomes Tommy, and then is Metami Truma, that Truma is Tommy Bevadai, and we would burn it. Furthermore, someone would be if he eats it, and he would get Malchus if he eats it outside the wall of Yerushalayim, this referring to Maestro Shani. And lastly, if he uses it for an Erev, that means he's going to be turned into a donkey driver, camel driver. Now, what's this referring to? So we know that on Shabbos and Yantef, one can go 2,000 Amas in any direction from their official place of residence, and that's called Chom Shabbos. And if one wants to extend their Chom Shabbos, they could place down food 2,000 Amas from their house, let's say to the north, and that becomes their new official place of residence. And instead of being able to walk 2,000 
2,000 amas in every direction. From their house, they can walk 2,000 amas in any direction from where the food is, essentially enabling them to walk 4,000 amas from their house in that direction. Now, let's say he uses food for his Erev. So if we're going to say that it's Safik Eichel, then he's stuck. And the expression over here is that he's a camel driver, donkey driver. And why is that? Because a donkey driver guides the animal from behind, whereas a camel driver leads it from the front. And that means that this fellow can't use the Erev he plays down because maybe it's not food, but he also can't revert back to his original status of being able to go 2,000 amas from his house in all directions because maybe this Erev was valid. Therefore, the only place he's allowed to walk is in between his house and this new Erev. And we don't have an answer to this, meaning we don't know if this is Safik Dairaisa or Dirabanon. I think Rachav Avon Reza on top continues, Taman Amr over there Rabbi said, Kikar Shanitma Besafik Roshasayachid, a Kikar that became Tame Besafik in Roshasayachid, Uma Gai Roshasarabim, and then it touched something in Roshasarabim, Tame, that thing is Tame. Now let's explain this. We have a rule, Safik Tome Roshasayachid is Tame, and Safik Tome Roshasarabim is Tahar. So what we just said is that if a Kikar, a loaf of bread, was Safik touched by a dead Sharetz in Roshasayachid, so we say it's Tame. And if afterwards it touches something in Roshasarabim, that's not considered Safik Tome anymore because it was already determined to be Tame in Roshasayachid, and therefore it is Mitame, this new thing that it touches in Roshasarabim. Or Vahacha Tahar, over here in our case, it would be Tahar, Shehin Shnei Sveikas, because we're dealing with two Sveikas over here. That's because we have another Safik, meaning even if you want to say that a Sharetz did touch in Roshasayachid, and therefore it would be Tame, still it might not be Eichel in the first place, because again, we're dealing with something which is only Safik Eichel, and this is Svek Sveika, and therefore the thing touched in Roshasarabim by the Safik Eichel would be Tahar in this scenario. Now we continue with a slightly different opinion from our Meshna. Tani Bishim Rabbi Yaisi was taught in the Rabbi Yaisi, and Lachamar Bikishos Elotaychai. The only part of Akishos that is bitter is the inside, not the outside. So he took Truma off of Akishos and it turned out it was bitter, like the case of our Mishnah. Kate said, What's he supposed to do? All he does is Maisval Chitzen Shalavitairim. He simply adds on to the outer part, which is edible, and he completes the remainder of the Truma. He doesn't have to take off a completely brand new Truma, like we said he has to do in the Mishnah. However, Rabbi Yom Barlevi, Rabbi Yom Barlevi has a following question Something which you're able to determine, the Chum argue with him on. Again, the Chum and our Mishnah say, then he takes Truma off of Kishis and it turns out that it's bitter. He has to take off a completely brand new Truma, which means that they hold that the entire Kishis is bitter. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi says, no, it's only the inside of the Kishis which is bitter, but not the outside. The outside is fine and edible. And therefore, you don't have to take a brand new truma. You just have to be mashlim. You have to fill in whatever amount you had separated for the inside of the kishas, which now is unedible, and add on some edible stuff. But how can they be arguing whether or not the outside of the kishas is bitter? Just simply taste it and see if it's bitter. So we answer, they're arguing regarding checking it. Meaning we're talking about where they tasted it, and they saw that it was a little bitter. So according to the chamim, that's considered bitter, and it's not edible, and therefore we have to take off a brand new truma. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi says, you're right, it's a little bit bitter, but it's not as bitter as the inside, and therefore the outside is still considered edible, and that's why a brand new truma doesn't need to be separated. And we continue with another case, Tarm Chavis Venimsis Megula. Let's say he separated truma from a barrel of wine, and it turned out that it was Megula, and we know that wine, water, and milk that was left out in the open is not allowed to be drunk afterwards. That's because there's a suffix that a snake might have come and drank from it and left some of its poison inside, and therefore that means that this wine is non-drinkable. Or Avatiach took truma off of a melon, Venimsis Nakur, and it turned out that it had a hole in it, and the fear is that a snake made a hole in it and injected some of its venom there, and therefore the melon can't be eaten. So truma, the Yitraim, it's truma misafik, and he has to take truma off again. So now we have an explanation of this. Review Demarpazi and Reb Shimon say B'Shem Reb Shua ben Levi, Loi Amru Ella, the proper gerso is Nimtza. This was only said if this melon was found to have a hole in it after the fact, meaning after he took off truma. Avil Batchila ain't truma so truma. But if he always knew that it had a hole in it, so then it wouldn't be valid truma whatsoever, because that means he knew that it wasn't edible, and still he took off 
truma, and that's not valid at all, even me suffix. Now, Rav Yaakov, Yaakov from the South, presented in front of Rav Yaisi, let me stop, or wouldn't it be logical to say that in the scenario that we just mentioned, that if he always knew that it had a hole in it, it's not truma whatsoever, it'd be logical to say, that's only when he saw the snake making the hole in it. But if he knew it had a hole in it, but he just didn't know how it got there, then who says it's from a snake, and the truma should be valid, at least me suffix. However, Amrili Rav Yaisi told him, does he know if it injected its venom inside? Meaning, even when he saw the snake making a hole, he still doesn't know if he put some poison inside, and nonetheless, he won't eat from it. So it's considered not roi lachila, and the subsequent truma is not valid at all. And it's the same even if he didn't actually see the snake making the hole. It's considered not roi lachila, because maybe a snake made a hole in it. It doesn't make a difference if he saw the hole being made or if he didn't see the hole being made. If he knew that it had a hole in it, and afterwards he separated truma, it's not valid whatsoever. And we continue now with the question, the they asked in front of Rabbi Yaisi, Ma What's the difference between this scenario and a case of Tame? Remember, we learned previously that it's usher to be Tyrim and Minha Tame Alatar, but if he did so, Bishaygeg, so Bidiyavit is valid. But here with Nukar, with this Avatech that has a hole in it, it's Mashma that even Bidiyavit is not valid. Well, what's the difference? In both scenarios, we're talking about something that's not edible. If it's Tame, it's not edible by the Kayin, and if it's Nukar, it's not edible. So what's the difference between them? Rabbi Yaisi told them, Tame Be'enoihu. When we're talking about produce that's Tame, it's still in its original state, and there's nothing actually wrong with the produce itself. The proper gear says Toma Hushagarma. It's simply the Toma that caused it not to be able to be eaten. Baram Hach, however, over here, Aferhu is considered like dirt. In other words, if you have produce that's Tame, and you don't have spiritual glasses on, so there's nothing wrong with it, and you would eat it. If you give it to a non-Jew, he would eat it. He doesn't know anything about Toma, or Truma, or Chulin, or anything like that, and the only reason why it's not allowed to be eaten is because it happens to be Tame. So it means that essentially there's nothing wrong with the food, and that's why Bidiyeved, the Truma, does work. However, when we're talking about something that had a hole in it made by a snake, there's something essentially wrong with it. There might be poison in here, and no one would eat it. Non-Jew, Jew, religious, not religious, spiritual, not spiritual, and just considered like dirt. That's what the Gemara says, Afarhu. And that's why even Bidiyeved, it's not valid truma. We're going to stop it for the day and pick up tomorrow and continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.